0: I'm talking with Bob Wills, ASA chairman and owner of Wills Auto Service in Battle Creek, Michigan. Each quarter, Bob offers insight and information on industry topics and issues from his vantage point as chairman of the Automotive Service Association. This is our July chairman's report. Hi, Bob, and welcome to the podcast.
1: Well, good afternoon, Tony. It's nice to have you back again and me talking to you. I like that.
0: Yeah, it wasn't that long ago we were uh, Having a deeper conversation for our 50th, so this is a nice follow-up to that.
1: Yes, it is.
0: I know that the association has been focused on the current pandemic crisis, helping our members really go through what none of us has ever experienced. What are you hearing from the industry, and and what efforts has ASA been prioritizing to get us through this?
1: Let me start off on thanking our members, number one. That is always our number one. And uh, our national staff and our affiliate staff, sponsors and our industry partners and their support, allowing us to do what we're doing here and getting feedback to you as members. Past few months, obviously, have been quite a challenge for every one of us. I don't care how big or how small you are, there's been a change around the world. And at ASA, we are always and will continue to be focused on what's best for our members. We have heard a cry for relief from our shop owners in certain areas And we've been directly working with that and making our efforts toward providing the relief where we can. For example, uh, the ASA Board of Directors, we approved a temporary payment delay for our members and then to renew their ASA membership, along with a new introductory program for new members. Now more than ever, it's important that ASA provides the information to our members. They need this membership information to provide them what they need to keep their business going and weather this challenge. As you know, Washington Representative Bob Redding has been keeping up day to day on the latest information our shop owners need to know about the government stimulus packages. Many of our members have taken advantage of the Paycheck Protection Program and the Emergency Injury Disaster Loans. If you don't understand it, I hope you would go back and revisit this. If you haven't done anything, there's still time to do this. It just depends on, you know, what kind of dollars and cents, which program you would qualify for. But uh, I have personally done it and we'll talk a little about that a little bit later here. Bob has also worked to make sure the automotive service and collision shops were included as essential businesses. This was a letter that was sent by ASA with some of our business partners requesting that that be there, and here we are. We, we were allowed to stay in and provide that vital transportation support during this COVID-19 shutdown. We have also reached out by providing training or webinars, industry partners, ongoing updates with our social media, like Facebook Live and ASA podcasts. We're always looking for new ways to do more. We know getting information is vital. We have made changes, and we're pursuing those as time goes on and what may take us to another avenue.
0: Well, I know you talk to a lot of members just in your course of your regular duties and such. What have you heard from our ASA members and from other shops around the country about the impact the pandemic has had on their business?
1: Well, this COVID-19 has certainly had an impact on business, and I have made calls to some of our members on the far west side of the United States and one on the east side. Basically, if you looked at your sales records over the past few years, you'll probably find that revenue is definitely down. You look at March, April, and May as compared to last year, and the data shows a lower income picture. With that said, I've seen a turnaround starting in June, which I hope, for all our members, along with myself, that this is the beginning of the move upward at a medium rate right now. It's not the rocket ship, but there's a, radi- a medium rate of inclination on that. It's still a little too early to tell. July could be showing business moving closer to the 2019 numbers. Some cases I've, I have actually heard that some people were not really affected. I don't know how they couldn't be, but depends their you know, the geographic location of how that works and their business model, who they're servicing.
0: Most shops I've spoken with have reported a loss.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I have come up with numbers within the areas. uh, I've seen as high as 25% reduction in sales and as low as 10% reduction in sales. I've seen personally a 25 down to that 10. So I fall right in those same numbers that I'm finding on the West Coast. So now we've we've made the turnaround.
0: Hmm. Well, you know, it's funny you say that too, because I've been talking to some shop owners myself and I, I hear the same numbers. And it's interesting, you had mentioned some shops haven't reported any declines. I've actually run into that too, but usually it's, there's very few of them. And usually they're in rural areas that really weren't all that affected by the shutdown. You're in a more urban area in Battle Creek there, right?
1: Yes. And we have, you know, a lot of smaller plants that obviously were shut down. You know, it's, you could see it, look out the window at the streets and you say, gee, What happened?
0: Well, in talking with the shops, have the stimulus packages actually helped ASA members make up for some of the declines we're talking about?
1: Yes, it does. And and I ran some numbers just this week because I think I have two weeks left on the the PPP program for wages. So I've run the the basic dollars and cents of the loss and the dollars and cents of what I will get is a non-payment return. So that's basically cash in the bank because they've already given it to me. And I'll tell you what, it is pretty close to dialed in that if I have to owe any money, I'm, I'm really going to be hard-pressed to find it. Hmm. I think I'm going to come out of this thing beautiful. So other members, you know, that have, that have done this, I know there's been a lot of difficulty in the beginning getting into the program. I had difficulty getting into the program, and then I've also heard after the third try, you still don't quit, and all of a sudden you're in. Uh, and that that does work.
0: Yeah, well, I think Bob Redding was instrumental in that, too, getting the information to us so we could get it out to our members early. And I think the earlier ones really had more success the earlier they applied for it. Is that what you found?
1: Yeah, that's kind of interesting. The way that went down, uh, the money ran out real quick, and probably two-thirds of our members never got in on that first wave. Mm-hmm. Then they turned around and you know, filled the pot back up, uh, and then it wasn't a problem. We didn't run out. So that was a little aggravating, you know, and you get some emails and wonder why you've been bounced out and then you turn around and get back in. And and you say that Bob Redding was very instrumental on getting the information that we need, you know, follow this. Here's a link, print it out, have it for your your banking institution. So you hopefully in the end know more than they do. And then it gets the process through. And that's what, that's exactly what happened to me. Hmm. If you persevered getting on the program, you will win it.
0: Yeah, that's been the experience. Most of the shops now have reported they've gotten their PPB money, and it definitely has, has made a difference in all the ones I've talked to, that's for sure. But let's talk a little bit about ASA. We know what the impact has been on the shops. What's been the major impact to ASA during the pandemic that you've seen?
1: Seen a couple things here. Some of it is obviously some membership that is falling delinquent, and they use that process that we had in play for a delay of payment. That will show in time. Those members that hopefully have stayed with us through this, we'll thrive from it in the future. Mm. But other than that, events, ASA events, our affiliates events, cancel, cancel, cancel. That's about the biggest word we hear now is cancel. So we've moved moved our annual meeting now. We had to terminate that one to where we will now, uh, working on scheduling an online meeting where only uh, a few of the board members and maybe a few of the affiliates will We'll gather because we, we've got to watch the gathering and still get a, a board meeting in this year because we need to do that.
0: So you've rescheduled the actual live meeting. You've just canceled it for the year. It's, I assume it's been rescheduled to 2021, right?
1: Right. But we want to do one of those virtual meetings. There are things that we have to do according to the bylaw. We'll get them done.
0: Well, you would mention the affiliates too. I know ATE is actually doing an online event, right?
1: Yes, that's what that's what I'm uh, that's what I'm seeing. I don't have the dates in front of me, but uh, it will be held and it will be a virtual meeting.
0: And I know many of our local chapters are also holding those. uh, They're using like Zoom meetings and such and GoToMeeting to uh, have online chapter meetings. So we seem to have adapted pretty well to keep in touch while still observing all of those precautions. But one of the downsides I know, unfortunately, the 501c6s like ASA weren't eligible for the PPP program, right?
1: No, they weren't. And that's one thing that obviously affects... ASA, and also our affiliates. We still kept up with our process, our business, our employees. We're hoping there on the the fifth wave here that that will be included. We know that it's in there now, but obviously that hasn't passed. But we're hopeful because we we all need it. You know, we all need it. Our ASA needs it. Our affiliates need it. And and other businesses throughout the country, they still had expenses. Mm -hmm. That said, we've been very encouraged by the positive feedback we received from our advocacy in Washington, D.C and the stimulus information we've been able to share with our members. Although we wish we didn't have to deal with all of this, it's time like these when the value of our ASA membership really stands out. It's unfortunate that we will probably lose some shops to the COVID-19 crisis, but Ray Fisher and his staff at the national office are working on a membership drive to promote awareness of just how important membership is in the association can be to not just surviving but thriving. As we move forward beyond the crisis, I know as an ASA member for the past 38 years, that it continues to be one of the best investments I've made. Mm. I'm a believer. You don't have to sell me on why am I an ASA member. I know why I'm an ASA member.
0: Well, as we said, at times like this, I think associations really come to the fore when it comes to helping their members deal with, again, especially situations like this this one where we never experienced anything like this before. But you've actually lived through this in Battle Creek. What's it been like for you as a shop owner over the past, what, two or three months? How, how's business there, right, in Battle Creek, Michigan?
1: Well, I'll give you the high side to begin with. We've got so much business right now. It's like somebody let the hands out. And it's that way across this city. Shops are just, we're jam-packed. I mean, we're booking out three weeks, and I prefer to only book out a week and a half the most. I don't want my customers waiting for things. I want to get them in, get them out and get them going again. But up to that point, I looked at my February month as the downer, you know, in the first quarter, but then March, April, and May, it's like, gee, I got three more downers. So you basically have four months out of a 12 month period that is reduced. You know, some inclination there goes in in June, but we'll we'll get through it. But it was a little quiet in some places.
0: But you say it's roaring back now. What do you attribute that to? Is that just everybody going back to work?
1: I think that's what it is. And we know everybody's not back to work yet, but like I say, I leave for lunch today and it's like, I got to wait for traffic.
0: Wow. Well,
1: I didn't have to do that a month ago.
0: <laughs> We've noticed the same thing here. Uh, things are definitely starting to pick up. So do you think the business will bounce back enough to make up for the shortfalls that we found? Or is it a situation where it's just basically running even with last year now for you?
1: Yeah, I'm going to say we'll be running even with last year. Uh, A lot of this, when you have a a deficiency like this for this length of time, people think that, well, we'll work harder and we'll get that all back. Well, if you're working at 100%, how are you going to get something back? You can't. You know, that's that's where you're at. that's where these programs, you know, that have been put out, uh, that Bob Redding has sent out to us, that's PPP program, If our members didn't get on it, I feel sorry for them, but they didn't read. They didn't follow the information. Mm. That's what makes up for that loss. You just take those numbers and plug them in on the low side, and you'll bring yourself back up to a level that you were in 2019.
0: Well, that was the point of the original stimulus legislation was to give those affected by the, the coronavirus situation a buffer to weather the storm, and it sounds like it's working. Well, Bob, this has been wonderful. Any last words? We're running a little bit short on time. Any final words for our listeners?
1: Well, to our listeners, again, I want to thank our membership. I'm very, very happy to have the members we have, the staff we had, uh, our industry partners and how they support ASA. And I look forward to the future, and I look forward to a good future. We're not going down the hill. We're staying up on the hill, and we're going to keep on riding.
0: That's certainly the uplifting message we needed to hear, Bob. We've been talking with Bob Wills, ASA chairman and owner of Wills Auto Service in Battle Creek, Michigan, with his quarterly chairman's message for ASA members and the industry at large. Again, Bob, thanks for being here and all the best moving forward.
1: Well, Tony, thanks again to you, you know, and what you do for us at ASA and periodically, you know, poking me in the side and we talk. I I really appreciate that.
0: Well, it's always a pleasure and it's always informative. So again, I'll look forward to our next chairman's update.
1: Thank you, Tony. Take care.
0: I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you're brand new to the ASA podcast, or if you've been here before, I encourage you to subscribe so you won't miss some of the great things we have coming up in our future episodes. Just hit the subscribe button wherever you're listening and you'll be good to go. If you enjoy our podcast and find our content valuable, make sure to leave a rating and review wherever you are listening to this. And if you're an automotive service facility shop owner listening to this podcast and you'd like to know more about ASA, I invite you to visit our website at asashop.org. I'm Tony Mala, and thanks for listening.